You are listening to the Pencil and Paper Podcast Network. Visit PencilandPaperProductions.Podbean.com to find more great podcasts. Welcome to the Palace of Megapixels. This is Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo! Welcome to Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo. I'm your host, Stephen White. With me, as always, is my co-host, Lacey Finley. Oh, happy Monday. How are you? Good. A little better. We're getting good. there. I'd yeah, say I'm at you're, like you're... 50% for sure. Like I'm moving around good. pretty good. Uh, not amazing yet. Stairs are still my nemesis. But slowly mm. but surely. Mm. Slowly hey, but that's surely. Progress. At least there's progress. So that's yeah. all that matters. Exactly. I'm walking, just not as fast, but it's good. That's fine. That's fine. That's good. It's made for a lot of games. That's true. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, I bet. (laughs) I have nothing else to do. So before we we dive into uh, our usual segments, I did want to mention something because I I didn't want to forget because I will forget if I don't do it now. Uh, thank you so much to Mark Lar Plays. That's his uh, handle on on yeah. the Twitters and the the YouTubes and it's whatnot. His social he's, he's, yeah, he's he's been uh, giving us nice little uh, reviews on our podcast, and it's been uh, I love I love when people who are listening are, they, are yeah they want to interact like that they were exactly they, 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 they want to tell us and, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I probably could do a little bit better engaging back, and I apologize if I don't. But we, I, I do hear it. I do like it. And I, I guess I, if I had some witty uh, retort to come back with, but it's just, it's just so nice to hear it. So I'm thanking you personally here, yes. you know, because hopefully you'll be listening again. And uh, so yes, I thank you so much for your for your kind words because it's been the last three or four podcasts he's been dropping us a little. I love this. I love that. You know, read he's one a today. Lovely guy. He's really a lovely mm-hmm. individual for sure. And also, we'll just go ahead and say you could also check out his stream at uh, mixer.com forward slash Mark Lar plays M A R K L A R plays A Y S. Yeah, lovely. That was not a paid promotion. Yeah. We're doing this out of the kindness of our hearts. He's a great person. Check him out. For sure. So that's all I had to say about that. Yeah. Lovely, but hey, what have you been playing? <laughs> what have you been playing? A lot of Slay the Spire. This is my newest addiction for right now, and I'm not good at it. And it makes me angry that I'm not good at it yet. Although, I don't know if it's like... Yeah, there's strategy involved for sure, but a lot of it's boiling down to what cards you get too, because it's it's a it's a card based game. Tower, how would you describe it? Like, so it's almost like you're fighting, right? So just like you would mm-hmm. like a Mortal Kombat game, you're on the left, your enemies are on the right. Um, but it's kind of like I guess like the Yu-Gi-Oh game where like the cards will come up and then you decide which skills you want to be able to use to defeat your enemy, and mm-hmm. it, 
as it goes, you have this long map. So you're climbing up this tree, doing all the different enemies or whatever is along the way. Sometimes there's elites or special boxes or events that'll happen. And at the end of the tree is a boss fight. And you do this all over again. So there's usually three acts to each one. But it's it's permadeath. So if I got Uh, to act three and died on that boss, you have to start the entire tower over again is what I've been calling it or map or whatever you want to call it. Hmm. So they have these dailies that I've been trying to do and I've yet to be able to accomplish one. And I swear to God, today I thought I had it, man. I thought I had it. (laughs) And I'm on the last boss. And his HP goes down. Like, we got it. And I'm like, yes! Because I've been trying to get this thing forever now. And then the stupid thing spawns a second form with 300 more hit points. And I wasn't set for another (laughs) boss. That's the whole boss again. (sighs) So I managed to get, like, I don't know, another 60 or 70 hit points on his second form. And then he killed me. Because, like, you don't really have heals. Like, if you're Mm. lucky to get a potion along the way that heals you, or you might get some heal cards in your deck, depending on which character you're playing. At the end of each round, you could choose another card to go into your deck. (sighs) But I was so discouraged at that point, because it was like an hour and a half it took me to get up there. And then I was just like, I don't want to start this again. I'm so defeated. (laughs) (laughs) Don't blame you. But I mean, I am getting points to unlocking other cards that could possibly go into my deck for future runs. So I guess it's not a waste of time. You are getting points and possibly building a stronger deck for you later on down the road. But dang it, I want to know what 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 special things you get for beating the the dailies. <laughs> Don't yeah, <know>. no kidding. <laughs> I can't do it yet. But uh, it is a lot of fun, though. I I've noticed that I, I like even right now. I'm like. I'm ready to try another try another go at a map, man, and get mad at myself all over again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, that's pretty much all I've played this week. Believe it or not, well that I'm thinking mm-hmm. back on it, I think I've absorbed that absorbed all of my time. Wow! So just yeah. one solid game the whole way through. Pretty much just the one. I mean, I mean, we sprinkled in like The Sims here or there. I don't know if I really count that though, because I did actually stream The Sims for the first time on Oh wow Friday. Saturday? I don't know. Saturday. Whatever. But it was with the sole purpose of just torturing them all. Mm -hmm. So I had built like a torture house. (laughs) Good Lord. And I built some community members. And we like we made some community members uh, out of the Sims. And so like my first floor was nothing but pool. But it zipped back and forth. So like the Sim would have to swim back and forth this entire house. And then once they made it to there, they had to go up the stairs. And up there, there was another little maze. But then I made sure to Mm -hmm. put like Christmas trees and fireplaces and all these cooking utensils with rugs everywhere. I was hoping for fire. I was hoping they'd get tired, get up there, make food, and then they'd all catch on fire was kind of my hope. (laughs) None of them caught on fire, though. I was very upset. I don't understand this. And then I had a stair sequence where they had to go up one, down one, up one, down one, up one, down one, just like over a wall and then swim Mm -hmm. again up top. And I had all of the luxuries up top, like a really nice bed. The bathroom was upstairs. You know, I was trying to think of what would force the Sims to want to go up there. So all of the really fun stuff, an entertainment center. So I figured just let them go. And uh, I made a guy named Florida Man. Just okay. for the for the grins and giggles, like he didn't look like anybody. I just thought it would be funny to name one Florida man, and he mm-hmm. won. He oh, got wow. to the top first. 
Look at that. Florida's coming through. Most of us just stuck around the fire and made marshmallows on the fire pit because we couldn't cook other food. And I'm like, but if you went upstairs, they're probably looking at all the pool and going, no. No. And then I tried to put like 30 of them in just one single tiny home Mm -hmm. and locked them in and took the door out. I was going to cheat 100 Sims in there, but the cheat wasn't working for me. And I was just going to let it go and see how they all fared with having one bathroom, one bed, one stove. I was hoping for chaos. Uh, but yeah. they pretty much just stood around and, and peed themselves and made food. Oh, wow. That's, yeah. that's Nobody even died of embarrassment. I was like, y'all, are, y'all suck. These Sims suck. <laughs> I wanted chaos. But yeah, so that's what I did. If that's a way to play Tip- the Sims, that's what I did. <laughs> Yeah, typical Sims form, they never do what you want them to. Back in the day, man, they used to set fires so easy. I'm almost a little sad at how much smarter they've gotten. Because even, like, you can't even take the pool ladder away. You know, they just Mm. know to get out of the side of the pool now. Like, that's not even, like, you literally have to box them in, like, (laughs) with a wall. (laughs) (laughs) Or or they'll get out. But anyway, so that's what I've done with my week. <laughs> okay. How about you? What have you been playing? Well, um, I think the last time I was obviously playing Monster Hunter. Uh, I did play that a little bit. Not as much, but a little bit. I'm pretty sure I'm near the end of the Iceborne expansion because I got to a new world. And then I ran into the big spiky come on brain what's his name what's his name i can't remember spiky um the 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 guy that the nergagante there we go i knew it started with an n and he's he's the big spiky one that was Mm -hmm. essentially the face of the game but he's a a he's a he's a tougher version of that it's like a souped up version yeah so as soon as i get into this new world i'm like all right i'm just gonna explore for a minute and then i'm out you know because i'm not really prepared to fight anything and then i get to this cliff and i jump and then it's like this big crater and then he shows up and i'm like oh okay and there's no way out so i was like well this is bullshit so i just i let him kill me (laughs) Because there was no other way to go. Like, well. Like that. <laughs> I mean, I'll fight you as best I can, but I know I'm not going to win. So <sighs> so I did that. And then I played around with a few other monsters to try and, I guess, build an armor set. You know, some of the harder versions that I've yet to fight. Because I think the last one I fought was a Kushla Diora. And I'm probably saying that wrong. But it's like this wind elder dragon. Okay. And it's a pain in the ass. And I I swear to God, I beat it within the last minute. The That's last freaking minute. Because I was just, because it kept doing this crap where it was just knocking me off to one side or it kept knocking me back. And I was trying to get up and then I would swing and I would miss. And I was like, oh my God. And I was just getting so frustrated. And then it was just like one fail swoop, boom, because I knew he was getting ready to die. And then I finally hit him and it just, that was it. And I was like, oh my God. But my time was within the last minute. It was just like, oh God. Hey, but so you got I did it. it. Yeah. And then that's where I stopped frustrating playing. if they got away with like a couple of HP and like two minutes, two seconds left. You're like, no. Because <laughs> that's, that's what I was expecting to happen. I was expecting that clock to just be like, nope, time's up. And I was like, are you? But I did it. And then I walked away and I haven't played it since because I was just like, I'm just, mm. Ended on a high note. 
Yep. So I did that. Uh, I did also get to play, finally sat down and put focus in on Evergate, okay, or at least yeah. the beta, since we uh, I've been wanting to get around to that. Finally sat down, hooked up my controller. I need to keep up with the Discord because apparently they've got controller settings in place. It's all ready. Uh, it was set up yeah. exactly the way I wanted it, and I was like, oh, you... Uh, this is beautiful. Oh man! And well, at least, I play. Hey. Yeah. So they they were definitely taking notes. Again, I just need to keep up with the Discord. Um. I so with that in mind, I just got into it and I started playing it. I played through the first. I guess it would be the first world. I guess mm-hmm. is what you would classify it as. Yeah. That's because I, I, I classify each area in which you go through the door. That would be one level. And then, yeah. so I got through the first world, and you know how they've got the challenges for everything. There's like you, you got to get through it. You've got to collect all the the crystals, and then there are these new little things that they've got little red dots. You got to collect yeah, those, make, like, and then ones. yeah, and, and then, then they've a speed got run the speed run option if you wanted to, also yeah. And then the speed run. Okay, so yeah. I I was under the assumption in my head that you had to do all this at once. So I was trying I mean, that at I first and was like, yeah. And then I was just like, could. possibly, possibly. Yeah. So at, at that, at, you know, for starters, I was just like, I'm going to try this. I'm going to do that. And then I was like, you know what? To hell with the speed run. Let me get familiar with the level. Let me try mm-hmm. that. So I did that. So I went through every level, very calculating, very studying how they laid out some of the, the puzzles. And man, they've done so well with the puzzles. Oh my God, some of the stuff yeah. that it's just like your brain, you know how to do it. And you've just got to, you just got to take a moment, take a breath mm-hmm. and be like, I, I, I can do this. I just, I, I have to slow down and think about it. Yeah. And then I got through them all. Once I got through them all, I went back and did the speed runs and then got those gems as well. So I already had the knowledge of how to get through. I just had to do yeah. it fast. So I didn't yeah, have to collect go. anything. So I got them all. I got everything. So I was like, die. So it was like a one-two punch. I was so proud of myself. So yeah. I was really excited. It feels excited good when pl- you crack one of those two or like like the speed run way. Like there mm-hmm. was one that I, and I wasn't trying for that, but I was just in one of the levels and I'm like, I wonder if that piece up there, like, could I just like skip the whole thing? And when I nailed it, I was like, oh my God. All right. This mm-hmm. level I probably could get done in like 10 seconds if that, you know. Exactly. Makes you so feel I like. Yeah, I like that it, it's separate. It's not something you have to do all in one go. You can just go back and speed run it and just get to the door. Don't worry about anything else. Just how fast can you get to the door? So once that mm-hmm. I realized that, I was like, okay, that's how I'll approach the game from here on out. Study the levels, understand them, know how to, to get from point A to point B, and then I'll come back and do the speed runs, mm-hmm. and I can do that. Yeah. You know, because trying to collect everything and do the speed run at the same time, it just, it feels impossible. So. I haven't checked doing, Discord in a while, but I bet you one of those world record holders might have figured it out. I'd have to go check. May, may have. Like, getting stuff done in such short time. I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> How did you? But I am curious after doing that. Because they they log your times, I'm curious to know how I stack up with with some of the like how fast is the fastest and where do I kind of land in that. So I'm a little I'm yeah. I'm curious to see where I would kind of fall into that because I'm not saying that I broke any records, but I feel like I did good. You know, it wasn't average. like yeah. 
Yeah, I, I don't feel like, I mean, there was probably one or two that I got to maybe like the skin of my teeth, you know, mm-hmm. right there at the last second. But there were a few that I just felt like it was like, boom, and I was done. You know, I yeah. got I got through it pretty quick. So I'd like to, to just do comparison notes, just out of curiosity. Yeah, I'm sure uh, they'll be posting um, it in there because they always had like a dedicated portion for the speed running. Mm-hmm. I just need to get in there. That's that's yeah. the thing. I'm I don't being check lazy. nearly as often as I should too. <laughs> Uh, and lastly, I didn't play anything, but this is something we should talk about. I went and saw Sonic the Hedgehog. Ah, yes. And, and I have, what did we think? I, I have to say it's pretty good. Yeah. Pretty I good. I've been hearing good things, actually. I, I feel like between this and Detective Pikachu, they finally found how it needs to work because the... It didn't try to ignore or change anything, I guess. I'm And I'm not 100% familiar with the lore of Sonic. You know, I mean, I've played some of the games, but I couldn't tell you, like, the deep, deep lore. But right. they were very cognizant of it. They acknowledged it. They did put him in our world, but it never felt so wrong. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, in some movies where they'll try hey let's take a cartoon character and put them into the real world that's that'll be fun that'll be kooky and it just it seems so weird because you're just like what are you doing especially when they the the people know the characters i think it was like rocky and bullwinkle and fat albert were the two that were just like what are you doing why are you doing this it's like oh yeah you're fat albert you're from the cartoon but now you're in the real world hey that's cool no (laughs) that's weird what are you talking about But Sonic, yeah, it's naturally they're just like, okay, this does this is weird that you shouldn't be here. I th- and they even acknowledge it's like I think he's a hedgehog. It's like we're not, <laughs> he said he said he is, so we're just kind of taking it at face value. Uh-huh. Why not? But yeah, everything about it, it was just a lot of fun. You okay. know, that's that's the best I can say about it. It was just a lot of fun, and to to I guess put a little icing on the cake, we went and saw it in 40x, which I've never done, and. If you've ever seen uh, 40X, is essentially like watching a movie in a roller coaster. Like they, oh, like the seats move and stuff like that. The seats move. They hit you with wind. Uh, okay. They'll spray you with water. Oh, the whole no. nine yards. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, I don't want to get sprayed with water. <laughs> well, I was I was actually thinking about that. I was like, is there is there going to be like a big water sequence here where we're going to get doused with something? Because I mean, you probably don't want to go see Aquaman or something. <laughs> in 40x well, not only that, unless you've got a raincoat cold in movie theaters and then you put water on me i'm gonna be miserable dude <laughs> oh yeah my my daughter jade and her boyfriend were there and she was like bundled up the whole time going it's so cold in here and it was it was a little chilly so i, I will admit that but um it, it the experience was unique i don't think i could do it for every movie but we mm-hmm. chose this one because it's a pretty brisk movie i think it's like a little over 90 minutes we know it's just going to be, you know, you don't have to really think or focus in on it for anything. Mm-hmm. Good popcorn fun. So I thought, let's make it interesting. You know, let's do yeah. something different with it and do something we've never done before. And it was it was really interesting, especially there was one spot. I'm sure you've seen it in the trailers where he's got like a fish on his head and he's wet and then he just kind of shakes it off. Mm-hmm. Well, when they did the water sp- <laughs> spray, it was like a squirt of water just kind of plopped up in your face and it felt like i was there for that moment it was just like uh 
Uh, you got it on me. <laughs> yeah. So there were moments in there like that where it really felt like it enhanced the experience just for that moment. And I was like, oh, that's, that's pretty good. Oh, so, that's clever then. Yeah. So, yeah, I would recommend a 4DX movie, not for every movie, but if you can find something like Sonic, mm-hmm. definitely go check it out like that because it's, I feel like for a movie like that, it's perfect. Don't nice. go out. I could not sit for three hours watching Avengers Endgame or something like that in 40X. It's just going to be too much because it's the whole experience is hitting your other senses with everything. So it was, it was really unique, but Mm -hmm. yeah, Sonic, I would recommend it. Video game fan, uh, Sonic fan, whatever. It's, it's a fun movie. It really is. So, well, I'm glad to hear it, especially after everything and to hear that it actually was a good movie because that was kind of my fear when this whole thing started i was like oh if this movie is bad oh Mm -hmm. yeah and i i really feel like had they not changed his his original design and they'd have stuck with that i don't think it would have hurt the movie in the sense of the narrative Mm -hmm. like i think people would just have to get over how sonic looks throughout the entire movie you're just like a lot you know this is a lot of fun but Man, he's just dragging me down. So I think that would have hurt the movie more because people are just looking at him going, God, this is horrendous. It might but, be why they caved, too, because they're like, we have a good movie here, and if, we don't want this to be the thing that's detracting from the and work it that everyone else has put into it. Yeah, yeah, but his design as it is now, with it being more traditional and more to what it's supposed to be, it really does. It, it I think it helps elevate the fun of the movie because you look at him and he just... You know he's not supposed to be there. He's not supposed to look normal. Yeah, he's supposed to be this fun, (laughs) zany character that does not belong in this world. So why not just make him look like he did? And you just kind of buy it more, I feel like. So, yeah, I I really had a a lot of fun with it, and I would recommend it. Good. Nice. Yeah, I haven't heard too many people say anything bad about it, so it's it's made me happy. It wasn't one that I was necessarily wanting to go out and see, but... Mm -hmm. uh, still makes me happy when it's successful for stuff like that. Yeah. People are enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a, we, we had another movie in mind, but we, we, since we had company with us that night, we were just like, oh, let's, let's go do this fun nice little. burn. Yeah. Yeah. We'll do the something Movies different. these days aren't necessarily that nice, neat 90 minutes. <laughs> so no, they are not. <clears throat> and it didn't night. really feel like, yeah. And it didn't feel like there was a drag in the movie because of that. It didn't yeah. feel like it ran too fast. It didn't feel like it, haha, there's a pun for you. You ran too fast. <laughs> no, it just, it, it was it was the right amount of everything you wanted. Neatly packaged, not over long, all that. So, yeah. Perfect. Great. Right. You Talk go for it. News? Do some news? Let's do some news. It wasn't like heavy news this week, but found a couple of things to talk about here. Uh, okay. As you know, uh, Nintendo Direct happened. Mm-hmm. And, of course, it was Animal Crossings. We're all excited about it. Uh, so I'm sure we're all aware that that happened. Uh, it was about a 25-minute look, which dove into the Tom Nook Deserted Island Getaway Package. Um, now, since mm-hmm. I've never actually played the original, and after looking at it, I really wish I would have. It seems <laughs> like such a game up my alley, but I don't have a Switch, so I'm not going to get to play this one anyway. But uh, the only thing that really caught my eye that seems to stand out a bit, though, is that uh, Nintendo is going to use this NSO app. Now, people might be already familiar with this if you have a Switch or play a lot of Nintendo. I wasn't aware of this thing beforehand, but it's like a companion mm-hmm. app called Nook Link. 
Um, some of the features of the uh, using the app include scanning, I guess, like QR codes of patterns that you find designed in the series 3DS games. So, like, huh. it, it looked okay. like maybe like those Mebo things would work, like uh-huh. adding stuff to your game. Um, and that can allow you to import uh, those from New Leaf and Happy Home Designers into your New Horizons game. So if you play the game, there you go. Um, it'll also nice. allow you to communicate with other players while playing. Um, and I'm also sure there's more details to this app that they're going to release more closer to launch. But that seemed to be the the biggest thing outside of just like walking you through some of the new worlds and getting to know little Tom Nook world and all this kind of stuff. It looks so cute. I mean, it it does look like it would be fun if you're into that. I I was into Animal Crossing at one time. I don't know if I would be as was much it on today, the Wii? but it it was on the GameCube initially. I think, mm-hmm. yeah, there was a version on the Wii, then the 3DS. Uh, there was a think DS. Of why I wouldn't have had it? It's been on. It's been on. I think almost every Nintendo console up to well, maybe not the Wii U. I feel because. like the Wii is outside of the NES, and I had the N64. Mm-hmm. Those were my, my my stints with Nintendo. But it does look adorable, and I would love to get my hands on it. Um, but going along with that, there are some pre-order bonuses that different mm-hmm. places are doing with Animal Crossing. As I'm sure everybody already knows, there is an Animal Crossing Switch console that's yes. also color patterned and the joy cons have the colors and everything to it too which is is an option for you to to order um so you let's see here there's some merch themed consoles things like that uh the pre-orders for animal crossing which is uh right now due to be released on march 20th um so if you are to go to best buy they're giving you mm-hmm. away a tom nook phone and tech badges which to me just looks like a sticker mm-hmm but, but okay, uh, you can put it on your phone, your laptop, you know, I guess wherever you put stickers. Uh, but you'll also get a $10 reward credit if you're a Best Buy member or my best Ooh. member or whatever they're calling it these days. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's see. Um, at Target, you get an adorable little New Horizons themed journal with a 2020 calendar. I've oh. uh, Rumors are that that's already sold out, but I guess Meh. check your local store. Um, sure. Walmart is giving you a Tom Nook tote bag to those who pre-order and GameStop is offering a double-sided poster as its pre-order bonus. So, um, I guess decide where you would like to pre-order if any of those things sound good to you or, or don't. I don't, I don't care. Don't. I think it's a digital mm-hmm. code these days anyway. So it doesn't really matter if you pre-order it really is. unless you're getting the physical goodies. If I'm going to pre-order, it's because I want something fun. Yeah, for sure. In this day so, and d- age of digital, I don't feel the need to pre-order anything anymore. Fun, fun little story connected mm-hmm. to this is when that came out. I had, uh, I think there was, I can't remember what day it was. It was early in the week, Thursday, I think it was. Yeah, it was Thursday night. Uh, I saw a video, you know, showcasing a little something about it. So I hit play on YouTube and watched it for a minute. Mm-hmm. And my wife was sitting there next to me, and she says, "Why are you watching this? We don't have a switch." Why are you torturing me like this? The next day, the next day, she had a switch in her possession because it was my anniversary gift to her. So, (laughs) I said, "There now you see why I was watching that video. Aw, you just like broke my little heart, like in a good way. (laughs) I'm just like, aw, that's so sweet. 
Well, she was t- she was talking about it one day uh, a few weeks back because she I guess her friend at work has one and he plays mm-hmm. the Pokemon game and she's been looking at it and she was like oh, I want to play this so bad I want to oh god and she was just getting all excited about it and she loves Pokemon so I thought you know what that that'd be a good anniversary gift Hell yeah, you know it is. I mean sure I'd like to play it at times but it's her thing well, so I mean- I'll, I'll let her. I'll let her have it. She's got to leave the house sometime, right? Maybe not take it with her. I I mean, sure. Sure. Just keep an eye on that dock, baby, (laughs) if she's gone and it's there. (laughs) Right. But, I mean, mean, so we do have a switch now. Uh, Oh, good for you. So maybe I can be talking about that. But it's technically hers that it was a gift. So just saying. Maybe if I get a chance to play some new games... We'll, well talk I was going to say, them. isn't that the whole, like, uh, Nintendo loves to bring people together to play party game things. So there's a lot mm-hmm. of games meant for two people or more. So get in there and play some more bowling or whatever those games are that they had in there for two players. Right. I did this like you would know what that game was. <laughs> Even though I know yeah, nobody at moving home hands. knows what I'm just doing. But I was, like, stacking my hands up, like, one, two, switch. I think that's what it was called, right? One, two. Sure. And then they did some whatever. That sounds like a, a Nintendo game. <laughs> sounds like a Nintendo. <laughs> One, two. Um, <laughs> anyway. Um, Not paid promotions. Huh? <laughs> Not paid promotions. Nope, none of this is. <clears throat> but we could be. But we could be. Just, Just <laughs> that out there. I'll, I'll sell your crap. Just call me up. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, next bit of news I have. Uh, Borderlands, the movie, mm-hmm. is in the works. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, a tweet from Randy Pitchford caught my eye this week. Um, actually, several of them. If you go to his page, I think he retweeted every single article that was talking about it. Uh, sure. But <laughs> uh, the one I happened to read was from Variety magazine. Um, and so it says right now that the movie has Eli Roth on board with mm-hmm. the director, um, which I had to look him up. The name sounded familiar, but it wasn't ringing a bell. He directed movies like Hostel 1 and 2. Death mm-hmm. Wish. Um, I believe he was the Bear Jew in Inglorious Bastards. He was. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, good. I was wondering if I remembered his ca- character correctly when I was looking at the picture. Um, Randy Pitchford, of course, is going to be the uh, one of the executive producers. I think we yeah. all know who he is. I don't need to introduce him from Gearbox. No, um, uh, we, we don't. <laughs> I mean, maybe you don't know who he is. Um, but Strauss Zelnick, who is the chairman and CEO of Take-Two Interactive, is also going to be one of the producers. Uh, the screenplay is being written by Craig Mazin, who won an Emmy Award for writing Chernobyl. Um, so they okay. already have a draft, apparently, uh, in the works. Uh, president of Lion uh, Lionsgate Films is apparently extremely excited about it. Um, he thinks there's just the mesh of Eli and Craig and all of that, that they have cracked the code and they plan on bringing the anarchic world of Borderlands to the big screen in a big way and it'll be fresh, compelling, and cinematic event for all the moviegoers and fans of the game, as, okay. as what Nathan is telling us. So I am being told lots of big people on board We'll see what I'm happens. Gonna, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and, and predict that Eli Roth is not going to be directing that movie. You think? Just saying. You just wait. He's going to drop out for some reason or another. He will not be the director of this movie. Just saying. All right. Heard that here first, folks. Is, does he have like a, a habit of doing stuff like that? 
I've there have been numerous projects in the works that never come to fruition that his name is attached to. He's not as bad as Guillermo del Toro, but uh, he will not be directing. I promise <laughs> you that. We're calling it now. All right. But mm-hmm. I mean, that's the reason why Nathan's super excited. He said with Eli's vision and Craig's screenplay, they've got a winner they, on their hands. There will be animosity. There will be pushback. He'll want to do something. They'll be like, no. I promise you he'll be off by the end of the year. Hmm. All right. Well, let's see what Truth happens. Truth or trash. Truth or trash time right there. I know. <laughs> I guess I should have uh, did more research on Eli there. I could have had a good truth or trash. Uh, but mm-hmm. it looks like you would have known. Um, but that looks about all the details they've got on it right now. So I'll try to keep you apprised if I find anything about castings or maybe even a story. Because, I mean, I feel like you could do whatever you want within that universe Mm -hmm. i almost feel like it might be another mad max i don't know i don't know we'll see we'll see (laughs) i mean eli and craig it's a gold mine apparently right there (laughs) (laughs) uh but outside of that that was the only like real like newsy stuff this week uh Mm -hmm. but i do have a few little quickets to go through man alive the slower weeks just make you feel like why is nobody giving me any content i need i know right come on Come on. Don't you know I got a got a show to do? All right. <laughs> uh, but the first bit of Quicket, though, um, from Don't Nod Entertainment. It was about their next game. They're a busy, busy developing team right now. I didn't realize mm-hmm. they have about two or three games in the works right now. Uh, but the one that caught my eye, and, and you might have read about since I saw you nodding in agreement here. Uh, but if you're not familiar with Don't Nod, they're the ones that did the Life is Strange series uh, one and two. I think they also did like another shorter free version of something about Captain Underpants or some other cute little like game <laughs> like that. Uh- <laughs> Captain Amazing, I think. Is <laughs> <laughs> Captain Underpants. <laughs> I remember something about that. But I was not somebody play it. Maybe I just remember the kid and the- I don't whatever. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that game so entertainment. I, I should have done more research on the other game before I said anything uh, but I even wrote Captain Underpants uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway the next game <laughs> that they're working on um, now that I've done all this the next one's titled Tell Me Why uh, but what was interesting about this to me is this is the first time and correct me if I'm wrong that we're okay. actually going to see a transgender woman as the protagonist of a video game so in this the story is about um, it looks like um, they're siblings so mm-hmm. I don't want to misgender which which way it's going there but they are siblings um and it is kind of going through um uh, the themes and stories of their life and going through um to me it looked like just what it's like to be a transgender person in the world and they're not making it seem like it's some big deal or that's their hook or their niche because i've actually seen a lot of places reporting about this game not even mentioning this one big unique feature that Mm -hmm. i consider unique to the game um uh, it, it it looks like it's going to be another heartbreaking event, like just in Don't Nod fashion. They really know how to write amazing stories that hits you in the feels and just really makes you into the game. Um, I'm looking forward to it, and I'm, I'm actually really excited to see that kind of representation being brought up into it. And I know they're already getting crap for it. I've seen the tweet threads sure. and all this kind of stuff. And you know what? The same way... Everyone wants to tell everyone this, that, or the other. Then don't buy it. Don't play it. It's yeah. not for you. And it doesn't always have to be. Um, but 
I want to play what, it. It looks yeah, like a good but, game. You know what the game has an opportunity to do? I mean, it really, really does. Being that they're telling the story the way they are, as they do, beautifully, wonderfully, mm-hmm. and in such a way that you are playing this character. It's not a side character. These people who want to piss and moan and be like, well, bah, 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 this is not my game or whatever. And I will buy it. Yeah. If you would actually give it a chance, put yourself in that character's shoes for a moment, maybe you'll realize you're not so different. Why not do that? Right. You know? Why, why would that be so hard to, to just try it? Give it a go. It's not going to make you transgender. You know, right. this, this fear that it's something contagious. Just give it a try. See how it makes you feel. You'd probably be so amazed that you would fall in love with the story. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the story of these two humans that are going through this thing, you know, that I'm sure people can relate to with the the story. I don't know. I have a lot of faith in them because I could, I even like reading through the articles, like the devs are really trying to do this one right. Like, I think they realize that flack is going to happen either way. But I, I, I do have faith that they're going to do this in a, in a very, in, in a really good, meaningful way. Um, and I, I'm excited to see that this is the first of hopefully many games where we're going to see everyone being represented. Um, and I'm, I'm going to play it. I'm excited for it. I'm mostly yeah. more excited for it because this time it's not like a bunch of teenagers. That was my only issue with Life is Strange. <laughs> so I just mm-hmm. couldn't relate anymore because they're all too young for me, but the story was great. Uh, but this one looks like a lot of fun. So definitely keep an eye on that. Tell me why um, should be coming out later this year. So. Uh, quick sidebar while we're talking about uh, assholes and bullies. Uh, Quaden Bales, the little nine-year-old from Australia. Fuck those people who picked on that boy. Crapped on that boy. Here. Have you not seen this? You, there was a video. There was a video of this nine-year-old boy, Quaden Bales. Uh, he's born with dwarfism. Uh, apparently, he gets picked on on a daily basis at his school, and his mother videotaped him having a meltdown, saying that he wanted to kill himself. Nine years old. See, yeah. And if you can watch that and not give a damn about this kid, then you're a cold, cold human being because I broke down in tears. I wanted to give this boy a hug and say, dude, it'll be fine. Yeah, It'll be fine. Mm-hmm. And it's crap like this, people judging and being hateful. They just, I, I don't know why it can't cross your mind that just because you're saying these things online doesn't mean it doesn't get to people and into their head. Yeah. And I know we've had to have these conversations so much, I feel like, over the years because all these we're, we're more brave sitting behind the screen and saying everything or we're saying it to so-and-so. Who am I? They'll never see my comment about this, that, or the other. Well, you know what? They do. Just try to mm-hmm. put yourself on that receiving end of it. But I, know- I applaud Yeah, I applaud everybody who's came in support for him. I mean, I know that us saying it now is not going to make it – bit of difference but you've got people like Hugh Jackman and and uh uh why can I not think of his name uh, the guy from Supernatural and 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 Walking Dead and 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 from uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan oh, god Morgan, yeah. jeez I, I, had, I had to say it out loud couldn't. first <laughs> I was like wait yeah 
And I'm sure there are plenty of other uh, Brad Williams, comedian Brad Williams. He, mm-hmm. he spoke out because obviously he can relate. Um, it's just and, and I there was a video that I think I saw yesterday where the soccer team in Australia had Quaden walk out onto the field mm-hmm. with them. Wonderful. Great. Yeah. I hope it made him rethink everything for I a moment so and too. just be like, it'll be okay. I understand it's hard, but. Damn it. Don't do that. This is almost why you got, I had to get rid of social media altogether. I feel yeah. like we all just had such a healthier outlook on things before we started letting the world give their opinion to us. Mm. <laughs> it and just, it's uh, not an opinion in this case. It's just people being assholes. Well, yeah. There's no, there's no sense in that. I'm sorry. We got off on a tangent. I just no, wanted to no, bring no. that up. Yeah. But since Come since on, we guys, were on the subject kind. of... Yeah. Yeah. On, on this, but continue with the quickets. Continue with the quickets, but yeah, be kind. I think that's just a good, nice rule to have just in your general life. How do you want to be treated? Sure. Let's do it that way. Sure. Um, but uh, this is just going to be a quick one-liner. Sony is no longer attending PAX East due to the coronavirus. Well, I mean, uh, I'm not going to blame them at this point. You know, yeah. we, we go every year, or we have gone every year. We're yeah, not going this yeah. year. Not not because of the coronavirus. Uh, we just, no. we're opting <laughs> we, for... We, we weren't able to way before this happened, yeah. <laughs> yeah, let, let's just say we're opting for uh, something different later on, which we'll kind of, we'll yeah. put a pin in that and let you stew on that for a moment. But Ugh, I guess you'll just have to listen each week for when we mm-hmm. uh, tell you what that might be. <laughs> Maybe. But yeah, we're, we're opting out this year, uh, not coronavirus related. The, I don't blame them because it's a pool of germs. And I've, Dude, you I've got been like 80,000 people from around the world coming to one place. I'm kind of not wanting to do it myself right now either. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I'll be honest with you. I've lucked out the two times. Oh yeah, and not Just been not sick. The crud, yeah, yeah. But I hear it all the time. The the con crud and stuff like that. I don't want it. I like and to I'm... call it the nerd flu, but whatever. Either way. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, no. Usually it's uh. But I think we're really good about it. Like mm-hmm. I know I'm like hand sanitizer. I take vitamin C. I get rest. I shower every day. I get home yes. from the con, which you guys don't realize that can make a huge difference on the amount of germs that you're keeping in your system. And there are so many people day. who do not. Oh my God! Oh, I know the oh, smell. My dear Lord, uh. <laughs> the smell. about you, gross people out there. Bring a shower. <laughs> Damn it! And no, it doesn't it's mean spray on more hard. cologne. <laughs> I mean, you can't tell me the hotel you're staying at does not provide you with a shower and the amenities to clean yourself. Just do it, man. It's true. Just do it, even if it's gross soap. Just use it. Hmm. Uh, but the next one, Fortnite Season 2 Skin Unlock, is Deadpool, if you were wondering about that as well. Actually, it looked cool. kind of fun. <laughs> I mean, I still yeah, don't want to I mean, play the game, but it looked like a fun skin. Um, yeah. And speaking of skins, Mortal Kombat had some spawn leaked photos. wasn't sure mm-hmm. if you had seen that or not. I, I saw one, but I didn't dig into it any further. I was like, well, it, just show me what you... I don't want to see this leak crap. Just, I want to see the, the, the Well, character. I think it came from the person who, like, designed it. So that's why oh, I was okay. like, ooh, yeah. So it looks like I, the, him actually in the in the game or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it looks good. Mortal Kombat fashion. Looks like Spawn. Mm-hmm. So whatever that good. hits, I'm not sure yet either. Um, and then... EA canceled its third Star Wars game. Yay. Well, who would have thought they would have done that? Who thought EA would do such a thing? 
But yeah, EA and Criterion has been planning a spinoff to the Star Wars Battlefront series for later this year. Um, it's supposedly once EA executives discovered the release timing for Viking was unrealistic and instead just decided to cancel it altogether. So this is their third Star Wars since 2017 one of them was going to be called Ragtag and another project titled Orca. And then this was supposed to be a spinoff. All three have been canceled. So are we letting EA keep the franchise after all of this? Have they met their quota for, for how many games they're supposed to make with it? For whatever reason, Disney has not uttered a bad thing about it. Like when all the, the Battlefront 2 stuff came up, they were just like, yeah. no, we got no problem with it. It's fine. And it's like, are you kidding me? You don't hear all the fan outcry. You're just going to allow this. They're like, no. Maybe they're just like, we got our paycheck. We don't care. I think that's really what it boils down to because whatever the licensing agreement is, it's probably you give us money to to make games and Mm -hmm. we've got our money. So you do whatever you want. There's no in-betweens like they have to make X amount of games for Disney to make money because I guarantee if it was that, oh, they would have lost that. I thought it was though. Maybe I need to I look it up, but I thought they were supposed to make a certain amount of games to be able to keep that licensing to make Star Wars games. I don't know. Yeah, as long as it's not hurting Disney's back end, as long as Disney's getting their money, mm-hmm. they could care less. Because that's how I they guess operate. It's not really ruining Star Wars, because Star Wars is one of those things people are in love with, and they're just happy if anybody does it right. Mm-hmm. So if you screw it up, I feel like with the fandom in Star Wars, they'll hate you for screwing it up, but they're not going to hate the um, the brand. So that right, might be right. Disney's like, it's Star Wars, dude. We got money and off it's... of it. The next person will buy it and hopefully make a better game. And you know, that's probably what they're thinking. Like, and and you really look Star at Wars. yeah, and you look at the the track record at this point with the franchise. You've got something bad. You've got something good. So when Rise of Skywalker came out, people were. Mm-hmm pretty divided on that but then you had the mandalorian at the same time and people are like i love the mandalorian oh my god so Mm -hmm. you had this good thing to outweigh the bad thing and people were just like "Eh, okay this news right now they just put like a new season of clone wars on netflix Mm -hmm. people love that this thing eh, no problem I think it's very oh. easy for them to just pick and choose which part of the things that they love about it, and then they just love Star Wars, which is, I guess, is a good place to be in. That's what they really should do. I mean, let's not forget the Star Wars holiday special, which was the second <laughs> Star Wars thing ever made, and it was uh, abysmal. So bad that George Lucas tried to destroy all copies. <laughs> I need to bury this! But How do we make it not happen? Mm. oh well i guess we'll see if any other games for star wars will be coming out of them at any other point otherwise maybe we might be looking at somebody else taking up the projects i'm sure there's somebody coming behind them that would love to get their hands on it if they could i think i think if uh, a bidding war ever starts i really hope someone a, a studio with some clout and some chops can get their hands on it and do some really really good stuff so much so just to make ea look bad by comparison it's like oh you thought fallen order was good no here's this game i bet you there's somebody who's just like biting just like waiting i when Mm -hmm. that contract's up oh yeah i can afford it of course sure 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 
All right. Well, it's time for a couple pieces of truth or trash. Hit me. I managed to come up with a couple this week. So let's see what. Oh, I got I forgot. I always forget. I got to bring up my truth or trash folder mm-hmm. for Steven here. Because if I don't copy paste it right away, then I lose stuff and then we'll forget. But all okay. right. So last year, James Cameron confirmed he is planning to release sequels for his box office hit Avatar. Mm-hmm. And a game is in the works, though. Ubisoft is planning to take on the project and already rumored to be released this year alongside the movie. But they already had one video game in the can and canceled it. So, do you think the new game is in fact going to be ready for a 2020 release with Avatar 2? Yes, true. Because... There is a long sword history of shoveling out unfinished games to coincide with With movies. movies. It happens all the time. You'd think they'd have learned their lesson at this point, but they don't. And it happens all the time. So, yes, absolutely true. They will do it no matter what. You're probably not wrong. And it's James Cameron. He's in love with Avatar as much, even mm-hmm. though like nothing since. How long ago was that? I should. Two thousand ten. Yeah. Twenty years. Two. Ten years. It's been a while. Yeah. Ten years. It's been a while. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was good and all, but. Yeah. Anywho. All right, and the next little bit of truth or trash I have. So, with all the news of games being remastered and making their way to the Switch. Rumors are our favorite Twin Peaks-inspired video game with Matthew Perrette as the lead, also known as Alan Wake, is to be remastered and brought to the Switch. And they're working on its sequel, which will only be a Switch exclusive. Hmm. Which I know they could do it because they took Deadly Premonition 2 from me. I'm just going to say that's a Switch exclusive, which used to be on PC, and I'm very sad about. It is true. I don't know. That seems a little dicey because wasn't Alan Wake an Xbox? It was. PC? Yeah. Well, it was originally they... supposed to be PC and Xbox. It took like six years to develop. This game just hit a bunch of walls and then decided to be Xbox only. And then it was like a couple years after that, they finally released it onto PC. Mm. I think just because some of the details are a little sketchy here... I'm going to say trash because something tells me Microsoft would not allow that to happen because I know, despite its flaws, people love that game. It it was a good game. It wasn't the game it was initially supposed to be, but the game that it ended up to be was a good game. Right. So, trash. nothing else, just weird. Got some trash. All right. A truth and a trash today. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, hit save before I lose that. Get your tally going. All right. Got a little uh, little bit of weird news. Hit me. This one's my little unlikely romance happening here. So, the Animal Crossing community Mm -hmm. and the Doom communities have united together. Say what? The <laughs> they seem like the least likely companions, but they both share the same release date. And of course, gamers saw a meme opportunity and banded together. There is a Reddit thread, r slash Animal Crossing, 
that has a post that says, Redditors of Animal Crossing, I bid you good day as I come from the Doom community. Please know that we fully support your game as it launches at the same time as our game. Let us support each other and wish the best for both games. I wish you a hellishly good day. To which this thread becomes one of the most amazing threads that you will read through. It turned into a crossover fan-created art. They now have a mascot. They now call him Doom Guy Isabel. It's really actually quite cute. <laughs> you should look it up. There's just this little adorable, like, dog head in the Doom Slayer body. I'm getting visuals, like, oh. but I'm looking it up. It's a series that honestly could be put in a comic book at this point. Like, there were so many different uh, fan-created, like, memes and little, like, cartoon bits and things like that that was put together. It was essentially a match that's just so hellishly in love. It's beautiful. Even the Doom Eternal social media joined in on the fun. <laughs> so, on a, are you looking at it? Is yeah, it I am. Just, like, yeah. the cutest. <laughs> Just like ready wow. to kick ass. Uh, mm -hmm. But on a tweet from Nintendo of America, where they were announcing their Animal Crossing live stream that happened on February 20th, um, Doom replied to Nintendo's tweet, will Isabel be there? And then on another tweet from No Clip Video, they posted four pictures of game characters, which one included Doom Slayer Helmet. The tweet asked, what 2020 game would you like a dock on? To which Doom... Official Doom account replies, Animal Crossing. Animal <laughs> Crossing was not one of the four photos listed. So I love that Doom themselves have embraced this. Mm -hmm. And if you have time to kill and want to read just some really cute, adorable, and look at some really amazing fan art, Animal Crossing and Doom communities have learned to coexist together. And it's a beautiful thing. And I think you should check it out, guys. If, if you have a chance, just go to r slash Animal Crossing and you should be able to find the Reddit post in there and uh, just go through all the little pictures. It's 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 adorable. <laughs> <laughs> it was just such a good time. So, That's yeah, wonderful. So, happy release date, Doom and uh, Animal Crossing communities. And I, and, I, and I loved reading through how well you guys were getting along and bringing the two most unlikely games together in a, in a wonderful thing. These are the See, days you're happy for the internet. <laughs> this this is when gamers can do a lot of good if they would just continue to do this good. Mm -hmm. It's wonderful, wonderful. They could I applaud have all of been you. Like, why am I playing your baby Animal Crossing game? Or oh, we just wanted it. No, no. Mm -hmm. See, it's lovely. Wonderful, lovely. Uh, are you ready for? Uh... I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> oh. Wow. I know. I got a few, a couple of them today, but they're all like the same theme. So, okay. with Sonic the Hedgehog movie coming out, mm -hmm. and of course, met with great success. We've already got a really great review on the movie today. Mm -hmm. um, of course, it came with its own novelty items for you to take with you if you would like to purchase and bring them along with you. Uh, sure. We have four new Sonic items for you to collect and enjoy. There's bound to be something for you there, a little Sonic fan. So, the first item is a Sonic plush doll. It's about 12 inches mm -hmm. tall, cuddly, cute. The doll, um, it actually talks, so it's a talking plushie doll. Oh, okay. The doll uh, repeats seven phrases when pressing his left hand and makes three sound effects when you shake him. 
But that's what you <laughs> okay. do with your dolls. <laughs> <laughs> Make so, noises! <laughs> exactly, shake it! Probably don't let your kids do that. Um, yeah, maybe not. The doll, I will admit, is a little bizarre looking. <laughs> maybe it was first iteration Sonic. I don't know. Uh, but it has like the aggressive, determined look on his face. And mm-hmm. the fur looks, I don't know, like a silky smooth thing. The more than okay. fur. But yeah, he's about 12 inches tall. Um, a talking Sonic plushie doll. Steven, what would you pay for the Sonic hmm. talking plushie? Okay, so with a little knowledge in mind, not of that thing in particular, mm-hmm. but we actually went to Build-A-Bear uh, oh, over no. the weekend and, and got no. a Sonic uh, Build-A-Bear, you know, however you want to do it. So kind of taking that knowledge in place of how much that would cost, but that was high quality, and you are handcrafted. It and it had a better looking, happier face, not this angry mug you're describing. <laughs> Can't wait to but show it you doesn't, a picture when we're done. <laughs> but it doesn't talk. We could have had it talk because you could buy the little voice box and put mm-hmm. it in there, but we didn't do that. So uh, I'm going to roll the dice and say $35.99. $35.99. Let me write this in here. Because we've got a few of them for you. Okay. All right. So maybe maybe you didn't want a plushie that talked. Okay. And instead, you'd rather just have a baby Sonic plushie. Oh. Oh, I boy. I mean, with the dawn of Baby Yoda, we've made everything mm-hmm. adorable and baby now, right? Baby sizing mm-hmm. is like the thing. Sure. And Sonic is no different. So he's, a, he's probably about seven or eight inches tall adorable mm-hmm. baby sonic plushie so what would you pay for just a non-talking non-shakeable i mean you could shake it pl- you could you it don't want to rude at that point okay so smaller, smaller. cute definitely cute. um uh, but you still want to get your money's worth so you still want to try to rip people off a little bit so I'm gonna I'm gonna come down, okay, and say twenty one ninety nine. Twenty one ninety nine for a baby Sonic play. It really was cute. Of of the first two that I've already talked about, I would go with baby Sonic plushie. Mm. Really, but wait, I'm trying to sell you. It's adorable, what? all of them. <laughs> <laughs> or, or maybe you would rather play with Sonic like a Hot Wheels toy. And launch him through a golden ring. Okay. It ha- does have the Sonic redesign on the box. So it's like a Hot Wheels box toy. But mm-hmm. when you look inside the box, apparently you get the original movie design Sonic. So you got the new one on the box, but on the inside of the box, maybe just so you don't forget his roots. Sure, sure. <laughs> so you get two Sonics for the price of one, I guess. Uh-huh. Um, it does have a stand for Sonic to go on. And so... Okay. Um, Probably if you remember the old Hot Wheels toy, it does have the stand where you can rev up Sonic and then it releases mm-hmm. him and sets him out into the golden ring and out into the world. What would you pay for Spin Dash Sonic? Ooh, a Hot Wheels toy? That's So it's Basically like the what track. Basically like to me. Yeah. So it's like the track and you put him on there and then it looks like he's actually running, but he's mm-hmm. just a toy. Okay. You uh, tap the thing mm-hmm. and rev him up and then shoot him through the ring. 
Well, toys are, you know, they've always been kind of expensive, and I never bought Hot Wheels, so I don't have anything to base that on. But I would assume they're trying to keep it fairly inexpensive, but, you know, enough to where you're going to have to pay a little something because it's not cheap. Right. Hot Wheels are pretty cheap, but then you got the brand on it. So, hmm. for that, and I have one more item. Just one more. So maybe you have a group of friends over now, and you're looking for that party game that you all can enjoy together. Mm -hmm. Well, now you can play Sonic Mad Libs. Show off your knowledge and get mad with the libs today. There's really not much more to talk about it. It's Mad Libs with Sonic lore. Oh, so, so, Stephen, (laughs) what would you pay for a Sonic Mad Libs book? (laughs) Uh, $4.99. I'm not going to overthink that. (laughs) I wouldn't overthink that one at all. It just was all like kind of together when I was looking up Sonic merch. I'm like, all right, we're going to throw this one in here too. So. Let's see. What did what did Steven buy today? So for the Sonic Talking Plushie, you said you'd pay mm. 35.99 and I will gladly mm. take your 35.99 and okay. charge other people $20. Oh, wow. <laughs> I know. I was surprised I too. It was only that. 20 bucks. Okay. I mean, you could shake it. Why would you only I guess it's the, on that? his face is the degrading quality. That's that's the problem here. <laughs> we paid for quality at Build-A-Bear. Like, it, Maybe that's why they made it shakable. Like, the only way you want to play with this doll is if... Okay. You really do need to look it up. It was, it was the weirdest looking Sonic I've ever seen. I'll definitely but for do the that. baby plushy Sonic, mm-hmm. you said twenty one ninety nine. It's actually yeah. only $10. Wow. Okay. I so know. Just, I've overshot everything here. I was really surprised. Well... The slap, or sorry, spin dash Sonic. I was going to say like slap chop, like a slap chopper. Slapping. <laughs> slap chopper. Slapping face though. Sonic. <laughs> Slapping the bass, man. <laughs> spin dash Sonic, though, you said sixteen ninety nine. Mm-hmm. That's actually $30. So okay, so I can just together, take some of the funds from the other one and then buy that. Like funnel it through over to your uh, yeah spin dash Sonic, and then for Mad Libs, you were pretty much right. You said four ninety nine. It was five sixty nine mm. for the book. Okay, I'm sure uh, the sixty nine yeah. cents goes for the barcode. I don't know. <laughs> An extra ten dollars from the Baby Sonic's going to pay for that there too. You so go. I, I broke even. Yeah, I would say you're about maybe like five or six bucks over, but I'll you know I'll go buy me a coffee with it. I appreciate sure. it. <laughs> the extra tip. All right, let's play Name That Game. Woo! And we're done. All right. Your first game. Drive to Spooky Gravetown and smash all these nasty zombies to splashy mud. It's time to go on a massacre. This is a cartoony third-person action zombie survival game, but with cars. Hmm. Drive with squishy cars and survive as long as you can in the horde mode or kill as many zombies as you can. Get them all under your wheels before you take too much damage. Time to pave the road with splashy green blood. We'll see you at the graveyard. Is this Uh game... (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty much what I said, too. Is this game A, Zombie Streets of Rage... B, Zombie Car Massacre. C, Spooky Gravetown. 
D, Splashy Mud Zombies. Splashy Mud has a ring to it. It's the it's the thing that caught my it's fun ear. To say. But but I'm thinking like <laughs> a game developer right now and Zombie Car well, Massacre. that doesn't work. <laughs> B Zombie Car Massacre sounds like a game I would have found on Name That Game. Okay, your answer is B Zombie mm-hmm. Car Massacre, and the answer is B Zombie B. Car Massacre. <laughs> See, there you go. I got. I figured one. this one I might have hidden it a little better. I'm like, there's so many in there, but no. Ding one, one for the day. Now, if you get two, you'll beat my average. That's right. Now, <laughs> which shouldn't be hard to do. <laughs> <laughs> in this next game. This one is a fresh and dynamic game where you have to train your character in order to gain stats. You could do four types of exercises. Bench press increases your strength, squat your health, deadlift your defense, and treadmill your stamina. Increasing your stats will help you to beat your enemies when traveling to the main gym island. But you beat the other eight gym owners in order to get money. That could be used to buy integrators or weapons. You can also practice the sword fight with the four trainers in the gym island. Jim, G-Y-M. I feel like I should say that. Jim's. Um, <laughs> and Jim, get money Jim. by beating him. I know. Not like, bro, Jim, what's up? Um, but you can get money for beating them too. And this game allows you to do some other activities such as playing the guitar with Ros- Rosario or Larry. Or you could go to the bar and burp with Benny. There, there's actually different tonalities of burp too. Like oh. you, there's, there's a total of two octaves, dice is included. And last but ah. not least, you can have fun by dancing with Sarah with a series of 12 famous dance moves, such as the Gangnam Style, the Moonwalk, and the Robot. Is this what? game <laughs> A, getting the gains, B, pick up heavy stuff, C, lift it, D, power clean it. I really hope it's not some of those titles. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I don't want it to be any of those. <laughs> I mean, because... I hate to tell some, you it Some of those are of just... <laughs> I mean, my God, I can see it being one of those titles, but I really don't want it to be one of those titles because, <laughs> my God, there was no thought put into that other than to trick me. <laughs> uh, but if not, then, my God, there was no thought put into that at all. <laughs> um, uh, well, I try to work within the confines of what I've given, man. I sure. Don't, I don't, no, I get I it. I get it. Um, what was A again? Getting the gains. Or getting See, the gains. Getting the gains. Uh, I think I'll, I'll lean into A. Getting the gains. A. Getting the gains. And the answer is C. Lift it. Wow. No thought whatsoever. No. None. I even I mean, like I read your stuff and I'm like, guys, you had lots of good titles in there. Yeah. I, I mean, you even mentioned all these people uh, that are in the game that you have to interact with and they completely missed the mark with Jim. You know, why couldn't you go to the gym with Jim? Right. <laughs> uh, although the the trailer did look kind of funny for it. It's definitely <laughs> comical. But I have one more game for you. All right. So in this game, you 
were an ordinary young cock like your friends. You had fun, sang, danced, pecked the grain. Hmm. But then the farmer came, put you in a cage, and took him to the plant. Hmm. At the plant, you were lucky. You were the smallest and could get through the bars. But you are trapped in a moving trap at the end of which death awaits you. Run! Cockerel, run! Your life is at your feet! You need to save the innocent lives. Testicles. It was in a parenthesis there. I don't know why. Eat corn and become invisible. Don't look back. You'll only see fire. You need to play the young cock through. Is this game (laughs) A, run, cockerel, run. B, who came first. C, foul play. D, winner, winner, chicken dinner. Oh, my God. <laughs> as soon as the opening line said you were an ordinary young cock like your friends, I'm like, hey, I am doing this game. <laughs> yeah. I would have, too. I would have, too. Uh, God. How? All right. So how does eating chicken feed turn you invisible? I'm so confused. I guess that's like, I think what the, the point is, is like you're kind of, you're trapped in the plant, like getting mm. baked into it, like chicken fingers or whatever. But since you were tiny, you were out. And I'm imagining it's like, kind of like, you know, the mouse trap game. Mm. Like it's a maze. Okay. You're trying to get out. And then you find probably these things to give you buffs as you're moving through the gotcha. world. So I'm assuming you found cord. Oh no, I'm invisible. Oh no, look at me. Uh... <laughs> I guess I will go read them off to me one more time. Make sure I I got them. So A is run, cockerel run. B, who came first. C, foul play. D, winner, winner, chicken dinner. Foul play Foul, so you would know foul. Yeah, I I figured as much. That sounds like a good pun you would come up with. I'm going to go (laughs) with. uh, Called out. Run, cockerel, run. Your answer is A, run, cockerel, run. And the answer is D, winner, winner, chicken dinner. Jesus. They actually they really had the better title there. this time. I was really thinking that you would have just said, hey, it's about chicken. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Because, no, I okay, whatever. I think that's what I liked about this one was like, I bet he would think I came up with the winner, winner, chicken dinner on this one because it's actually the better of the four. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I tried uh, to go the opposite this time. I'm like, let's just you, make the other ones really bad. You worked your magic. Hey, one out of three, that's about what I get if I get them at all. <laughs> so, <laughs> but all right, I'll time to run off a few release dates here. Shoot. Um, there's actually quite a bit coming up this week. Uh, so on February 24th, we have Mathland on the Nintendo Switch. Uh, that was it. So moving on to February 25th, we have Ganbear Super Strikers for PS4 and Xbox One. Space Channel 5 VR, kind of funky newsflash for PS4 VR. <clears throat> Two Point Hospital is finally releasing for consoles. You'll get them on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and the Nintendo Switch. Inflicted Extended Cut for PS4. Ark Survival Evolved Genesis for PS4 and Xbox One. Mega Man Zero ZX Legacy Collection for PS4, Xbox One, and the Switch. Soccer Tactics and Glory for PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. Real Heroes Firefighter, PlayStation 4. <sighs> see if I can say this. 
Galaxy, The Void, Skulls of the Shogun, Bonafide Edition, Platinum Pack for PS4 and the Switch. Wow, that was a mouthful. It was. It feels like they put five games into one there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you'll also get Hay Fever for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, PC, and the Switch. House Flipper for PlayStation 4. Uh, Grizzland for PlayStation 4. Tempest, PlayStation 4. Kingdom Hearts 3 Remind for Xbox One. Sayonara Wild Hearts for Xbox One. And Wasteland Remastered for Xbox One and PC. Excuse me. Then on February 26th, we have Hero Must Die. Again, PlayStation 4. Samurai Showdown DLC character Mina Majina. What? <laughs> that Mina Majikina. I can't. That person. You know okay. from yeah. the Samurai Showdowns. That Mina sure. person <laughs> for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. Vasilis for PlayStation uh, 4, Xbox One, and Switch. One Finger Death Punch 2 for Xbox One and the Switch. House Flipper for Xbox One. Castle of No Escape 2 for Xbox One. Yakuza 0 for Xbox One. I thought that had been out on consoles already. I was a little surprised mm-hmm. to see that. Um, well, Edgar, you did say Xbox One, so that could be why. Was it just Xbox One or was it more than? Yeah, it was only Xbox One on the 26th. Then, yeah, that would make sense. Because they, when it comes to Western or Eastern, I don't know the, the jargon. I don't know. I guess They're I've, East, since right? I've had it on PC for a while. Yeah, East. Yeah, so the, with Eastern titles, they Xbox always seems to be late on the take. I mean, they're just now getting the Kingdom Hearts DLC. I guess that's true, too. I guess I didn't put that together because I didn't play those. But I played the Yakuza one, so that's why I was like, really? I was playing mm-hmm. that already. And on PC, but I guess if you were saying Xbox is usually a little behind. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we've also got Edgar Bok Bok in Bullzack for the Nintendo Switch. And Please Portland tell me he's Dogs. a chicken. <laughs> I didn't actually look. <laughs> I'm Edward Bok Bok. Go play with the guy in the plant, you know. Mm-hmm. Winner, winner, Cock- chicken dinner. Camille or whatever. Cockerel. <laughs> yeah. Cockerel. <laughs> Uh, and then you, lastly, you'll get Portal Dogs for the Switch and the PC on the 26th. And then on the 27th, I have Diadra Empty, PlayStation 4, MX Nitro Unleashed for PlayStation 4, Boulder Dash 30th Anniversary for the Switch and PC, Soul Axiom Rebooted Switch and PC, Hero Must Die Again for Switch and PC, Under Hero Switch and PC. Is there most of these Switch and PC? Kingdom Rush Frontiers is Switch. And then all the rest of them are Switch and PC. So you'll get Heaven Dust, Served, Dual Brain Volume 3, Shapes. Uh, (laughs) Animated Jigsaws Collection, Voxelgram, and Mousecraft. And then I suck because I still have February 21st written above this next chunk, which I know is not right. <laughs> I'm gonna say the so, 27th because I have the 20. Uh, I don't know what I did. I'm I suck. We're gonna skip that. We're gonna go to the 28th. I'm sorry, guys. I fail. I don't know what I did there. <laughs> Unless well, it I would have to be the 27th. To, We're just gonna assume it's the 27th. Maybe, or I just forgot to delete February 21st altogether because some of these look like I might have said them already. Okay, well then skip it. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right, we're gonna go to February 28th. Nothing's happening on the 27th, people. 
<laughs> I looked at it too. Well, we just read some 27, so that's why I don't know if it's a continuation of or if I just said uh, okay. Or both. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but on the 28th, you can get Blood Roots for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Switch, Woo-hoo! and PC. Is that what we're looking forward to? I'm looking forward to that. That's one that I saw at PAX last year. And I, I was just, up. I think I, I played it in the PlayStation 4 booth. Uh, was hoping, and I'm not saying we can't, but maybe possibly lure them in for a, a little bit of an interview. Somebody maybe possibly oh, yeah. because they were one of those indie developers I spoke to and just we, I got around to it. But the game's yeah, coming out. out then. Yeah, um, it's, oh, yeah, it, it looks like so much fun. Chaotic masterpiece of just bloodshed and and strategy it's just insane stuff you can kill people with carrots for crying out loud i mean that's just insane was i not there for this game this i thought you were yeah no look it up this this caught my eye immediately as soon as i started playing it was like oh my god this is insane so yeah it's told me about it Hmm. all right i feel like it's a to refresh my memory Mm -hmm. yeah it's a pre-order for me in fact if i get it Maybe we'll do a review next week. Oh, yeah, totally. Totally. Uh, Let's see. So also on the 28th, you can get One Punch Man, A Hero Nobody Knows for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. Romance of the Three Kingdoms 14 for PlayStation 4. Spartan Fist for PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. Bucket Knight, K-N-I-G-H-T, for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and Switch. Ritual Crown of Horns for PlayStation 4. Stab, stab, stab for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch. <laughs> so I wonder what you do in that game. <laughs> oh my God. I hope you just bowl. <laughs> I hope it's just straight up bowling and beer drinking. Um, and everything else is for the Switch that I'm about to say. So we have Gan Bear Super Strikers, Real Mist Masterpiece Edition. Which I want, I think that might be mist like old school mist, FMV mist from Life Action. Oh yeah, yeah it's yeah. felt the same. So I then I would, I would assume so. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also get Metro Redux, Loco Sports, and the O and the S at the end of both words are capitalized. If that means something to you guys, um, Depiction, Spartan Fist, B A Walker, Ski Sniper. And Rune Factory 4 special, another episode. And that's all on the 28th. And then we will pick up the next week's games after that. All right. There was a lot. I was really surprised. Yeah. <laughs> this week when I looked at it, I was like, wow, there's a lot coming out next week. Slow news day, a lot of release dates. A lot of release dates, though. Yeah, so it looks like a lot. I don't know. Maybe one of these days I just got a cave and get a Switch. Now I want one. Now that I know you kind of have one in your possession, because you and I could, like, commiserate together about how we mm-hmm. wanted a Switch and just whine together, and now I'm all alone. Yeah. <laughs> now I've was, been abandoned. This this was this was kind of a spur-of-the-moment thing. I was just like, should I do that? Maybe? Meh. No, I think yeah. that was a good call. I think that yeah. was a good call. Especially if it made her super happy. That's always the best. Oh, yeah. All right, so on for our headliner today. Ta-da. <clears throat> I was trying to look up an update on the Riot Games lawsuit that we had mm-hmm. talked about, I want to say, on our first episode back of the year. Probably. And their, mm-hmm. their date was supposed to be February 3rd. I couldn't find anything still about it, but what I did find was a bunch of fun little nuggets about some of the most ridiculous lawsuits that have happened in video games. And so 
as I got lost in that hole, I decided to highlight a few of the ones that made me smile, and I'll share those with you, and we can kind of discuss how um, some of these are pretty ridiculous and dumb. I am curious to see. I am curious (laughs) to see if we're going to have any crossover because we have mentioned a few uh, in the past. I know I've at least covered two in a headliner, and then obviously we can go into great detail. Surely you probably glossed over this where the Fortnite, the constant Fortnite. Yeah, I kind of skipped the whole suing for dances and stuff with Epic because we're all so aware of those. Yeah. I'm hoping I picked a few that maybe people hadn't heard about. Or oh, I'm, e- we I'm can, eager. Or we could sit here and laugh about, oh, yeah, I remember when that went down. This happened, <laughs> you know. I mean, either way, it could be fun and you might might find a new funny thing to talk about over coffee one day. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, firstly, I actually found it really funny how many Bethesda's just been in it in general. Like, I don't oh. even know if I have to even talk about one specifically, just to let you guys know that it seems like since 1988 to now, like, they just, lawsuits are their friends. Like, mm. it's been so many, it's ridiculous. Um, some of the ones, though, that we're obviously extremely familiar with, the Westworld mobile game debacle. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. Fallout 76 debacle. Um, What was the one? The guy in Russia who sued Bethesda because he lost his girlfriend and his job because he played Fallout 4 too much and only asked for like $7,000. That was Mm -hmm. a pretty good one that was around. (laughs) But the first one, way back in 1988, was against EA. Oh, yeah. Bethesda's first game ever and I didn't know this, was a football sim game for the Amiga and Atari ST called Grid Gridarin. I'm probably not saying that right, um, but it has an exclamation point, so we mean it at the Grid end. Gridiron, maybe? You know what? Spell you it. You might out. be right. But, it, <laughs> but yeah, but it was all one word, so maybe that's why I was trying to say it that way. But no, the way you said it, G-R-I-D-I-R-O-N. With an exclamation point, but they did it all as one uh, one word, so that's what threw me off. <laughs> Some <laughs> dirt moments today. All right, well, we'll go with that. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> but it looked like a, a fairly simple, like, um, a, it's a, a top-down game, almost look kind of like Chinese checkers for football. So it's like they're on the football field. Think 1988 as best you can yeah. for graphics, you know. Um, so EA, of course, saw this game. And they had just recently gotten the John Madden license for the footballs and wanted to own the whole genre gaming outright, of course, because it's EA. So Mm -hmm. EA actually signed Bethesda just for this reason. But of course, in typical EA fashion, the game was shelved. And Bethesda sued EA, claiming they only wanted the code for the game and made this whole deal just to get a hold of it and to get rid of it. So that Bethesda could be gone out of the process as far as football simulating games go. They did settle this case out of court privately. But you know EA did that shit. Oh, yeah. For sure. Like, don't make me pick sides between Bethesda and EA now. Like, this this was the conundrum I was in where it's like, crap. EA, come on. Because we've seen them do that already, like, over the last several years. Where they like to Mm. buy up these teams, take their stuff, and, and... on the dev. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's some shit. And you know, and you'd, you'd think that if that was Bethesda's first four-way early on mm-hmm. in their career, 
that they would have learned not to be that way. And clearly it did them no favors True. because they are no better. But nope. in this case... Well, who I knows 1988 s- Bethesda? I should I didn't do any research on like, you know, who was at the helm and all this kind of yeah. stuff. And who's running CEO this, that, or the other. Or it could have been three people for all I know in 1988. You know? <laughs> but, but yeah, I just thought, good job, EA. Good job. Mm. But there was another one, though, that I laughed at pretty hard, which was against Interplay in 2009. So we all know Bethesda about the rights to the Fallout. They they did buy the rights to the Fallout series from Interplay, but with an agreement that Interplay could create a Fallout MMO if the project was met within certain parameters that Bethesda would agree to. But once it was announced and underway, Bethesda filed suit claiming that Interplay hadn't held up its end of the bargain. They took three years to settle this one. Bethesda ended up just throwing $2 million at the problem and interplace plans of the NMO just went with it. Um, so, and here we sit with Fallout 76, which could arguably be that MMO that mm-hmm. has now fouled up the Fallout brand. So I guess Bethesda turned around and was like, well, EA did it to us. So Yeah, exactly. We'll right. Just- that's how this works. You just do it back to the other little guy, right? <laughs> and, you know, I used to, when when I was growing up, Interplay, when they dropped onto the scene, I took note. Like, they were one of the first publishers or developers, I guess I should say, that really caught my eye. And I, was, I watched their games with intensity because I wanted to see what they do next because they were doing interesting things. Yeah. They did, like, out of this world clay fighter claymates and no no no, they got into this clay thing for a while which again i'm a huge claymation nut like i love that Mm -hmm. stuff so when they were making games doing that i was like oh my god i need to see that actually does sound really cool how do i not know about this so they were doing all these amazing things at the time and if it said interplay i was like i'm there show me what you got and i think one Mm -hmm. of the this is one of those games that kind of skews that line. And I think it, this was a Blizzard game, but Interplay was involved was a game called Blackthorn. And okay. it was a game I loved so much. I think it came out on the Super Nintendo, but it was also a PC version, which I actually had. And the difference was obviously the graphicness of the games because on mm-hmm. Super Nintendo, they there was no graphic... Uh, violence or anything like that but you get it on pc and you can see the that's the reason i got it on pc because it was like i can get to see the blood i want the violence right that's right (laughs) yeah so yeah it's it's amazing because when i look back especially on that it was like okay blizzard there's somebody and then i hear blizzard now and i'm like oh yeah those those putzes oh how times have changed sometimes Mm. (laughs) but no interplay they were they were ground they were breaking ground like they would have done good on the mmo I don't know. Yeah, they would have. It's just me. Maybe we'll never. Well, obviously we'll never know now. But um. no. But it always seems like the the groundbreakers are the ones who get screwed over in the end because I, I do remember hearing bits about this because Interplay was one a was one of the studios now defunct studios that I wanted to talk about uh, in a in a headliner one time. So I may at some point eventually, but yeah, yeah, it's Let it's it's a shame. Yeah, I, I hate to hear that because like, and, and 
if they're a newer team, like, I don't know their story or how long they were around before all of this happened. You might be looking at this as like, this is a really cool opportunity. This bigger studio is taking note of what we're doing. This is going to be awesome. We'll be able to make the game bigger, better, faster than we could have on our own budget. And then to turn around Mm -hmm. and get treated like that, like crap, man. And I think that's one of the reasons I actually want to talk about them is because they did seem like they were focused on console games for a time and doing a lot of these really interesting things. They were probably doing PC games too because Out of This World really had a very PC game vibe to it. And even though they ported it over, but somewhere in the early 2000s is when I lost touch with what they were doing, you know, where they were going. And I don't, I feel like their games just... I don't know if they meant to go in a direction of MMOs like Fallout or whatever, but I, mm-hmm. I, I didn't know they went defunct until later on, until years after it happened. Yeah, so, so that might have been one of the one of the problems there too. Mm-hmm. Um, but and, and I know this is going to seem like I'm, I'm picking on Bethesda, <laughs> <laughs> but hey, you're just reporting facts. But you know, like when they just kept getting more ridiculous. Um, so in 2015 now, mm-hmm. now we've cut a few more years later, uh, they sued a YouTuber by the name of Captain Sparkles over the name of his mobile game that he enlisted the help of his fans to name. The game was called Fortress Fallout. But Bethesda oh said, my. nah, you can't use Fallout in your name. So of course, Bethesda won that one. Wow. An indie dev and Bethesda. Who would have thought Bethesda would win? And so Captain Sparkles ended up naming his game Fortress Fury to appease the Bethesda gods, which is close to the lawsuit they did in 2017 for a Kickstarter game called Prey. Yeah, I'm still talking about Bethesda suiting a game called Prey for the Gods. Prey with an E. But since Bethesda published Prey, just pray if we remember that one from a couple years ago um they forced nomadder studios to change the name of that game to pray for the gods p-r-a-e-y each lawsuit the individuals have said why in the world would they even be able to fight off a behemoth like bethesda when we are a one to three person dev team and bethesda of course is just protecting its copyrights because you're no longer allowed to use any words that they may have used to name their own games ever again. They own words now, y'all. Yeah, actual words. Like, it's not even like a full ripoff of the name. No. He just had Fallout in the title. They just had Prey in the title. And I'm very pissed off that they won these. I'm just mad yeah. that they won these suits. I, yeah, I'm going to yell right there at with the you. judge who was doing this. <laughs> like, Good Lord. So just be careful, developers out there. Uh, just take a quick scan of any title Bethesda's ever made and try not to use any of those words unless you have more money than Bethesda. And then in which case I want to grab popcorn. <laughs> so now we'll move away from Bethesda because we do have some other ones here. Um, this one, though, I think this one was kind of a bigger one, uh, but it, it does involve Epic Games. They're, of course, no stranger to it. Uh, They've been sued over every dance created since the beginning of time, which we just talked about there at the beginning. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I believe more people will um, chase that I'm going to. uh, Okay, so 
Back in 2007, <laughs> I know I was trying to get ahead of myself here. I'll just stick to my notes. So back in 2007, there was a game called or with Silicon Knights, if you guys remember them. They oh, purchased we... the right to use the Unreal 3 engine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so they were going to use this engine in the upcoming game called Two Human. And as time went on, E3 happened to be right around the corner of this particular time frame. And Epic was also announcing Gears of War at the same E3, which caused Silicon Knights to claim that Epic was rewriting resources to make Gears instead of improving the Unreal Engine 3, which knowing them, they probably were. But so Silicon Knights went to the courts. They felt it was a breach of their contract with the engine and even went so far as to say the engine wasn't even usable and they had to abandon it and create their own engine from scratch. But this is where they messed up because things didn't work out how they had hoped. As the day in court went on, it was discovered that Silicon Knight's engine actually contained pieces of Epic's Unreal 3 engine code. So you can imagine this did not swing in their favor and in fact awarded Epic $9 million in damages as well as the dissolvement of all of Silicon's games that used this uh, copied engine. Mm-hmm. So that was a really bad day for Silicon. I feel like if you're going to go after someone of that size or whatever, be on all point. Like you can't yeah. say you built your own engine for something they can easily go and check the code on. You know what I mean? Because I feel like Ep- you probably could have had a case. Sure. Had you mm-hmm. not done that. You know, <laughs> like when it comes to Epic, like you need to pay them $9 million. Goddamn. Yeah. Uh, go back to episode 102. I think we did an entire headline on Silicon Knights because mm-hmm. they made one of my favorite games, Eternal Darkness. Mm-hmm. And that was that was kind of what we were discussing. And that is, here was this game that was a hit. It's a f- people love it who've played it. What happened? Why was why was the sequel never done? So I we kind of the, delve the, into the, the darkness type. Yeah, I remember you talking mm-hmm. about that one. Oh, okay, I have two more. I was thinking about skipping one because I know I'm running long, but actually the last two are so ridiculous, I kind of don't want to. So s- okay. stick with me, guys. Grab another cup of coffee. We're doing good. Because uh, these two it's are good kind conversation of today. That, when we're we really run long, good. we're having good conversation. It's not a bad, it's not a bad episode. We're just talking about. about things. That's what it's all about. That's why you're here, right? Right, Markler? That's right. No. That's right. <laughs> That's why you're here. All right. Um, So I have a story on this one about a magician and Pokemon. Okay. (laughs) No. Oh, yeah, baby. (laughs) Back in the year 2000, a magician by the name of Yuri Geller sued Nintendo over the Pokemon species named Youngerer, or in English, it's called Catabra, which he is claiming was an unauthorized use of his identity. Since both possess psychic powers and the ability to bend spoons, oh Yuri just God. knew this Pokemon was his doppelganger. Yuri, now I had to look him up. He is an Israeli-British illusionist, magician, TV personality, and self-proclaimed psychic. I imagine he was probably more of a prominent figure back then, but I don't know. He also mm-hmm. claims that the star on Kadabra's head, uh, forehead and the lightning patterns on his stomach are symbols associated with Waffen SS of Nazi Germany. So now they're just sullying his good name. So furthermore, he says the Kadabra written in Japanese symbols is visually similar to his own name in Japanese. 
More coincidences? I mean, I think not. He's totally presented his case here. Yuri is actually quoted as saying, Nintendo turned me into an evil, <laughs> evil Pokemon character. Nintendo stole my identity by using my name and signature image. Pokemon anime director and storyboard artist Masamitsu Hidaki confirmed that they would not use Kadabra on any trading cards until an agreement has been reached. So it is, what's the date? February 24th, 2020? Oh, yeah, it's still ongoing. Did I mention that? Good it's Lord. Still going on. Um, there has never been a settlement made on this case. So it was kind of fun to continue reading about Yuri because he seems like a really unique fella. Apparently, he also went on to sue others on YouTube for his likeness being used when he failed in illusion. He didn't want people to see his failure, so he sues them, too. Okay. So I sure hope he has found peace after 20 years. I think, Yuri, it might be time to let it go. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> wow. It's still happening. So you're telling me that there has not been a Kadabra card created between that time and now because of this agreement therefore that would make Kadabra the most rare pokemon card i ever. was wanting to say i think i i checked later on that some of them started to just like test the waters with just putting it out there anyway to see because like it, they were saying like when so one had been released I guess okay. none have so you're right so one had been released but none of them at that point that was part of their agreement like all right all right we won't release any more of these trading cards so yeah you're right so twenty years yeah wow I didn't know that I just think it's hilarious when you're like I'm gonna sue someone over a Pokemon species that I'm 100% determined is me. Because of the spoons and the psychic like, powers. Like, I feel like and... Lindsay Lohan had a better case against GTA. Let's put it that way than what this guy has against Pokemon. She yeah. did at least throw peace signs in a bikini to a camera. All right? Mm -hmm. She at least did do those things. I don't I think mean, he's ever been a Pokemon. And I don't no, believe he's ever been to Spoon. I don't care what you say, Yuri. I mean... <laughs> Kadabra is not the most human-looking Pokemon, uh, so I'm gonna have to say Nintendo. Well, apparently, kind of... now it's a Nazi. It's a Nazi Pokemon now. Remember that. Uh, okay. <laughs> That's why Yuri got mad because he didn't want people to think he was a Nazi. <laughs> so yeah, Nazi sure. Pokemon. That's your that's your biggest fault right now. Is you're a Nazi. Yeah. <sighs> Okay. I don't anyway. know, actually, but that one was fun. So my last one, this is my last one, but and you guys may know this one too, but it was just so fun to go back through this whole thing that I just had to include it. So YouTube reviewers also have had their fair share of lawsuits. Some people can't take criticisms, and dev teams sometimes report resort to lawsuits. It's not healthy, but it happens. So famous game reviewer and voice in the industry, Jim Sterling, found himself mm -hmm. in a lawsuit after doing a video review of a game titled The Slaughtering Grounds, where he struggled to find good in the game. It looked like he tried his best, but even though he did all he could, he titled the video New Worst Game of 2014 and sent it out into the world. <laughs> now, Digital Homicide, the team who developed the game, didn't like his opinion of their game too well and thought, I know, I'll just sue him. That's what we'll do here. And they did. But now let's lead up a little bit to this lawsuit here because this one, 
is gold. <laughs> now, okay. this is Jim Sterling. If you're not familiar with Jim Sterling, I feel like if you're into video games, you've probably heard of him, whether you like his style or not. He's a very boisterous wrestler fellow, uh, British fellow. He does a lot of like reviews and gamings and stuff like that mm -hmm. on his YouTube. He's been a pretty decent sized voice in the industry for quite a long time. But now before the lawsuit, there were, of course, several exchanges between Jim Sterling and this developing team in video form for everyone to see. This is what made this even better. So I actually recommend going to watch them if you have time because it's so petty and also hilarious at the same time. <laughs> so, so the dev team decided to do a video and it called the series Review the Reviewer, now live. Jim Sterling Review, now available on YouTube. They posted this on Steam under the pen name Jim Effin Sterling Son, to which Jim's fans came to the rescue and went, hey, Jim, did you know on Steam that they <laughs> uploaded your whole video? So Jim found this out. And he, they basically, all they did was they took Jim's review and re-uploaded the same review frame for frame, but instead they had text written all over the screen fixing the review for him with a lot of snarky comments and makes calling him stupid and all this kind of stuff because he couldn't figure out how to play their game. Mm. Now, again, this is Jim. I want to keep reminding people, like, if you are familiar with Jim, this will all make sense to you. So what does Jim do? He did a review of their review of his review and put it on YouTube. <laughs> so he uploaded their review of his review, and basically all he did was just laugh the entire like seven minutes so you're watching their review of his review and jim just going <laughs> oh i'm stupid <laughs> and this goes on forever so as this is happening users went out and just started horrible review bombing this game on steam and uh people discovered that a lot of the assets the team used in their game was stolen or just used like blood spatter from like Google search images. All right. So this dev team was also deleting all the bad comments from their page and banning people who spoke out about it in Steam forums. Like literally banning people. They even, Steven, they even did a contest saying they would provide a game key to anyone who actually bashed the game. And instead, you would get a ban too. Wow. <laughs> so they're like baiting you to come trash their game so they can ban you on their Steam forum. They also started creating new accounts so they could give their game positive reviews. Oh, so yeah, sure. <laughs> then they reviewed his review of their review of his review. <laughs> like, right? I think you got it. I think you got it. <laughs> so instead of just taking their ball and going home at this point, Digital Homicide started copyright claiming his videos actually now about the game. So on the, the Steam forums, people were actually trying to get the dev team to just chill and work on the game and fix it. Like even fans were like, dude, just like, let's be done with this already. This is stupid. Uh, so the dev team just locked that thread and continued to block and remove other threads created about it in the future. So as it spirals out of control, they proceed to explain that the DMCA takedown that they put on Jim's video was left since Jim used the word absolute. Now, this is where they say they can sue him because he said it's the absolute worst game. You can't so you can't say absolute, I guess, until you've played the game a predetermined amount of time that the dev team feels was suited for you to make a fair review of the game. Hmm. 
like I'm trying to read this lawsuit, but that was what they were trying to say. And since Jim is so influential in the space that he was the one who actually hurt and hampered their sales. And since he said absolute, that was the word that got them in trouble. Um, so it was the, the video was reinstated. Obviously there was a whole mess of back and forth with that too, that, I mean, I just didn't feel like putting that in there. I mean, Jim did get his video reinstated and they did, you know, make the, a mess of the whole thing. Um, but that didn't stop them to keep picking at him. So now through all of this that I've just said in 2016 is when they finally decided to slap him with a lawsuit. I, I don't know if I mentioned this started in 2014. Mm-hmm. He did. So then in 2016, to the they slapped him with a lawsuit to the tune of $10 million claiming defamation and slander. They lost. Good. Um, Digital Homicide actually even attempted to crowdfund to pay their legal fees. So they just weren't going to do jack. Um, but, they, but what's sad is they actually did make $450, but it was out of a $75,000 goal. <laughs> so that was just like one of the most lovely things to see go back and forth because like you don't you don't want to see that but you went up against somebody who like oh wow and you screwed your own self over so they stole most of the stuff they put in their game so instead of just going yeah I made a crap game I watched the video it's a bad mm-hmm. game it's a bad game it's not a good game maybe make a better game or a different game yeah, that that might actually be the best way to go about it, you know. <laughs> it's funny, the, the more you talked about it, I, I it wasn't like super fresh in my head, but I feel like I remember hearing him talk about this because he's mentioned mm-hmm. numerous lawsuits he's had over the years, and this one, bits of it sounded familiar. Like, I think I've heard him talk about this. Maybe not in great detail, but I feel like I've heard him talk about it. I need and to go to his YouTube uh, real quick. But yeah, the 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 pettiness of it is what I remember most. It's the, just the this... videos back and forth. Oh my god, dude! I was like folding like a lawn chair. I was like, are yeah. they really doing this back and forth? <laughs> And look, and like you said, say what you want about Jim Sterling. You know, love him or hate him. I respect the man in the sense that I understand he can not. Maybe he's not everybody's cup of tea. You know, so I can respect yeah. if you. you I, I fall in that camp. Like I like him sometimes, but I just wish he'd stop yelling at me. That's all I ask. But that's yeah, his style, and it's not that necessarily for me. And that's okay. You know, mm-hmm. like not everything has to be for me. I find it. I find it amusing. Uh, but mm-hmm. the one thing I will say is, despite despite how hateful and mean he might come off, he's genuine about everything. I feel you know, like he's fair. Yeah, yeah. He, he's not calling a game garbage just to just to be mean or hateful he's not Mm -hmm. if he says it's bad he means it he's he's like i have played through this i've given it a fair shake as best i can and i just cannot get into this game there's so much wrong with it i've even heard him say about some really bad games he's like i'm trying i'm trying you know what? I did go back and watch the initial one because I, I obviously I wanted to see like I don't think it would have ever caused how it ended up regardless. But mm-hmm. and it, it just like he really did look like he was trying to find what the good parts of the game were, because like yeah. any reviewer is going to want to point out what's a good selling point to the game and what might be some cons to the game, too. And if you do it well, 
you're doing it diplomatically, right? Like, yeah. I don't like it because of this, this, or this. You might like it, but this is what I found. And then when it comes down to, like, bugs and stuff, that's where it's hard to debate. But sure. he did look like he tried. He does. And as I'm watching him play this game, like, I don't even know that I would have played it as long as he did, honestly. Because there was even a point, I think there was, like, a timer or a thing that you had to do. Um, but they didn't even put in, like, an exit point or a door. So you basically, mm-hmm. if you finished, you just sat around. So they didn't give you any way to, like, leave that particular level. So developers, I think this was just, I mean, I'm sure you learned a really tough lesson now. Oh, yeah. God, I don't know if they're still doing anything. I was trying to remember. There was another name they used for this dev team, though. I was trying to look through here. Because, like, I when I was reading it in two different places, some of them called them Digital Homicide. And then there was another name I thought I could find in the comments again. Shoot, because I want to make sure I'm saying that properly in case they change their name. Imminent Uprising. Uh, well, yeah, sounds about as obnoxious as the last one. So I don't know if they, like, changed their name over the course of the couple years because I see them referring to this dev team as both. So just in case, uh, Imminent Uprising is also, I guess, another name for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... That's our show. That's all, right. all of the the tomfoolery and the the lawsuits that I wanted to bring forth today. But yeah, I thought I still think my favorite one is Yuri and the Pokemon. Yeah, that's insane. <laughs> <laughs> Just to be brave enough to want to come out to the world that you think you know someone stole your likeness and the species of a Pokemon is. Uh, you should actually look up Yuri Geller, guys. A lot of his stuff's kind of amusing. He's an interesting fella. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, that's our show. You can, of course, hit us up sometime on Twitter at SuperMegaCrash. Send us an email at SuperMegaCrash gmail.com. Find us on Instagram to view our weekly icon art that Stephen puts so much time and love into. Support the show by liking and leaving reviews on your preferred platform and even going to Patreon.com forward slash Pencil and Paper Productions. Tell your friends to find us on the Pencil and Paper Podcast Network found on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, and even YouTube.com forward slash Pencil and Paper Productions. Thank you all so much for listening. I am Lacia Finley. And I am Stephen White. And join us again next time, Super Mega Crash siblings. But until then, game on. This has been a Pencil and Paper Podcast Network production.